Good morning. Happy Saturday. Good morning. Happy Saturday. I'm on my third cup of coffee. <laughs> well, I've only had one this morning, but I should probably have another. I'm trying to push water as much as I can today. Um, if my phone breaks up on you, please let me know. I am okay. not on my Wi-Fi. I'm on my cellular data because I am refuge in my bedroom because Casey's home today. And um, we've, as I told you, we've been up all night with a sick dog. So I'm trying not to disrupt them as much as I can. So very oh. well, that sounds good. Um, hey, everybody. It's uh, service Saturday. That's a lot of S's. <laughs> um I first want to start off by saying um that you guys have done really good some of you that have reached out that have told me you know about you know some of the progress that you're making is very inspirational and very motivational um and I just want to say that <clears throat> you guys are just getting started so if it feels this good right now it's only going to get better um and uh, today's um, podcast is like where sacrifice meets service, because I know we all know what sacrifice means. Um, I think we've got the gist of that. Um, if y'all are anything like what we have been in our past, um, we, we've got a clear understanding of what sacrifice is. Um, but when you come to a place and you're really wanting to dive deeper and go into self-growth and, you know, kind of take that journey when you feel like there has to be more than life than just being roadkill um, for someone, if the someone's you or if you've got people in your life that are that someone, then we kind of really want to hit home with what service really, really means to each of us um, and, you know, kind of go from there and, you know, dive into that. But um, I think service, there's a few questions that I wrote down. Um, for you guys to kind of ask yourself, um, you know, when you're in thought, um, it's who are you when no one is looking and who are you when you're alone with your thoughts? Who are you when someone isn't wanting something from you? Have you ignored everything that you've wanted because you have helped everyone else achieve their goals and their dreams? And that could be on a daily basis. That could be a big chunk of your life, um, you know, whatever the case may be for you. Um, but who are you without your spouse, your children, your job? Like peel back all those labels and all those layers and really think about who you are without all of that. Um, who are you when someone's not telling you who to be? That means either responsibilities or, you know, your title at work or in relationships with your family, you know, because we find ourselves in situations where we like, okay, well, I'm not going to be able to do this. I can't talk about that. I can't do, you know, like all of those conditions that people kind of put on a circumstance or situation that you may be involved in um, temporarily, or that could be the way you've kind of accepted life you know um but who are you when you have the opportunity to escape those roles um these are some of the things that we just you know really want to dive into and get you like thinking because if you if you're like me I mean Nicole's very good at this part um but I I tend to have to have it spelled out in <laughs> in like long math I'm like the common core of math 
Like I've got to see the all the work um, because I, I just can't take it and run with it. Some, I'm, I've gotten so much better at it, but I, I, it could be the painting on the wall and I'm not going to, I'm going to miss it. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I'll let um, Nicole kind of jump in with hers. Um, really, you know, playing on what you just said, we do have to ask ourselves these questions because that is where we find who we really truly are. And if we go through life, just going through the motions, like the robot that all of us are so easily accustomed to doing, then you don't realize who you are. And that's when things can get uncomfortable. And that's when things can become unsettled because we are so hit our, our true selves are hidden in these titles and boxes and labels and you name it. So you really do have to ask yourself, who are you when you peeled all that back? And then you have to ask yourself, am I comfortable with who I have found? Because that's, that's something with me personally speaking, I, you know, I guess I always kind of told myself and fooled myself that I was, that I was good. I was okay. I, I knew who I was. I had no clue who I was until I started peeling away all of what life had put on me. And so it is a very important question to ask yourself. And I think that it is the start of unlocking so much within you. Um, and, you know, like Jen said, we had to, her and I, you know, we had to really get to that low, low, low point before we started realizing that we needed to shed away a lot of, of the external things and really, you know, digging down deep onto the internal. And like she said, you know, um, that's what makes our, our team here with Jen and I work so well is, you know, she's, she's talking about how she's the core, common core of math, whereas I'm more of the calculator. But by being that way, I miss things. She, you know, she can sometimes get things out of a message that I don't get. And, um, and, you know, sometimes I can just go ahead and start acting on it, whereas it takes her a bit longer to do. But there's, there's beauty in both ways of doing this. So whichever one you are, it's still beautiful, amazing, awesome, not always easy, but worth it work. Yeah. And there's no wrong way or right way, but when you find someone, I, I, that's what I love about our dynamic. Like, because if you don't get it from me, you might get it from her or vice versa, you know, because there's, there's so many ways about going through this and we just really, you know, we had some great influencers, you know, when we were kind of on our path and we just yeah. really want to be that person that we needed to break it down and show us different ways and find one that we resonate with and one that works for us. Absolutely. But yeah, I, um, I just, it's when you think about it in a big picture, you know, when you start asking these questions, sometimes it can spiral. Then you realize oh my God, I'm not happy with this part either. Like you start realizing, oh my God,
happy with this part either. And yes, I have <laughs> sacrificed. And yes, I have sacrificed. Like, and when you start going through and you sort the trash, um, you are going to be bombarded with emotions. Mm -hmm. You're going to be bombarded with anger because you realize that people will take and take and take. But then another responsibility comes up on your part and realize that you gave and you gave and you gave. So it's not so much about what they call you or what your title is in their life. It's what do you answer to? And that's a very big thing. Like if people are taking and taking and taking, you've got to turn around and look inside and realize, well, what am I giving? That's you right. Know? And if you're on that endless cycle of just, you know, and that's where we kind of really want to touch on what sacrifice, you know, and not service, you know, because that's not service. You're not doing anyone service by completely depleting yourself. Nope. Um, and you're doing yourself a disservice because now you have nothing left to give and you're not doing them a service because you're, they're getting all you've got and that's not even quality. So it creates this false environment because, you know, you gave with resentment. So that's almost like a business exchange, not kindness, not love. Those are not of good feelings. Those are not of healthy feelings. And, you're and so... You know, it's just, it, it's really just sorting through the trash and seeing what's genuine, what's not, what's expected, what's, you know. That's right. Not, not feeling obligated to right. do something, not doing something out of expectation or an obligation, doing something out of total, you know, a place of total genuine acts and um, sincerity and humble pie, basically. And I mean, we'll have a podcast about manipulation, but I do want to throw in this whole thing. You know, we tell and we know that we will do anything for our children, anything at all. But there's a lot of people out there, whether that be any kind of role member, family member that is in your child's life. You know, if you give and give and give and give and give with the intent to have them by the string, like, well, I did, I did, I did for you yeah. that's not coming from kindness that's not coming from love that is harboring resentment that is that's right. manipulation and that is how they will grow up and think that love feels well oh my god now I'm obligated that is not what we're doing no <laughs> that no. is not what we're doing my child knows that I have stressed that to her and this is these are things that I want her to grow up and know differently than what I had growing up well, and we, we need to learn to, with that point right there, we need to all learn to give from, you know, like we just said, not giving from a place of feeling obligated because it works both ways. Because when you are giving of yourself because you feel like someone's going to get mad because they did this, this, and this for you, so now you feel obligated to reciprocate that. That is an unhealthy relationship, guys, unhealthy. That is not how it's supposed to work. Mm -hmm. You are not supposed to feel like you're being blackmailed into doing something. Love does not, you, you know, you can't be blackmailed into loving someone. And, you know, we see this so often in our families all the time. And um, I've witnessed it firsthand. I know, Jen, I know exactly where you're speaking from. Mm -hmm. Um, and 
you know, I've also, I have found myself so many times not really feeling like doing something, but having, feeling like I have to do it just because so-and-so did such-and-such for me, so I have to do it. And like you said, that's where feelings of resentment come in, and that's where you're not speaking your truth. Mm-hmm. At that point, our throat chakras are blocked. Mm-hmm. And our self, our high heart, our self-love is blocked because we are sacrificing of what we truly need and want to make someone else happy. And really, at the end of the day, if they're like that, they're the type of people, and we're going to have them all around us. Not everybody is going, everybody's going to withdraw, but they're not going to always deposit and a mm-hmm. lot of times, um, the deposit never happens. So if you are doing things with the expectation of them returning that favor later on or doing the same for you, uh, save yourself the heartache and the headache. Mm-hmm. Don't even bother. And it, it's, it creates a expectation. So then automatically you've got an idea of what that person should be doing and coming back at you with. Yep. So whatever they do, and they may very well do it from your their heart, but if you don't recognize it as an equal exchange, then you've already got some feelings about it. That's right. And so it's like, and then when you voice that or you portray it back to them, that creates resistance in their area towards you. So you can't be surprised if the next time they have an a chance to be with you or a chance to go somewhere with you or a chance to do something for you. They're not going to feel that warm and fuzzy feeling about coming and doing that. They're going to have that resistance. And then what are you going to do? You're going to have way big feelings about that. And then put another, it's just a toxic thing to start. And it's a very hard thing to maintain. And it's, it, it ends up just, you know, being so much of what it doesn't need to be for both parties. Yeah. And, you know, it's, you know, you allow and you allow and you allow. And then it's like, after you have all of the feelings associated with coming to awareness of what you've allowed, then you come into awareness of your responsibility of what you have to take it. You can't just blame them. You know, like you have to take the responsibility like, yeah, I did that, you know, and whether you're the inferior or the superior in the relationship, you've got to realize, you know, that you have pretty much been, you know, either trying to please people and make it quote unquote easy. And so that's kind of given someone a freeway to to bombard you in, in, in every exchange. And so, you know, creating boundaries, you know, I made a post about that the other day, you know, boundaries not only protect you, but they protect the relationship, you know, because if there's no boundaries, then it's just a free way, free for all for both ways. And And there's no mutual respect. Yeah. And that's very true. And when you start, um, you know, going back to speaking your truth, I think we, you know, I did this on a truthful Tuesday. Um, When you start speaking your truth, you're demanding respect right then and there. And and let me tell you, you know, if you are in any of these type of freeway relationships with no boundaries and a give, 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 or a take, 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 and it's not balanced um, or coming from a place of manipulation, uh, you have to 
like Jen said, you have to take responsibility of what you can control and you have to stop. And let me tell you, it's not going to be easy. And the kickback that you're going to get from that, they are going to play the victim. They are going to get on their pity party wagon. They're going to deflect their issues onto you. You're going to be the evil. You're going to be Maleficent is uh-huh. what you're going to end up being. And um, that's, that's not a reflection of you though. And you have to hold strong to that. And you have to remember, because a lot of times, let's be honest, we're dealing with people that we really care about when we're talking about this. I ran across something this week that, that was like one of those aha moments for me. And I've never heard it really explained this way, but it was like, you know, when you're starting to make changes for yourself and you're trying to implement new healthy boundaries and people look at you and have that type of opinion about it and come at you about it, Um, you know, when you're trying to service yourself and, you know, do yourself a service and in turn, they can't see because the boundaries aren't there and they were benefiting from those. So that's automatically going to piss them off. That's right. Because their, their supplies cut off, but you know, going and, you know, your response to them should be, oh, well, I'm supposed to stand here and take what you've got to give me at the expense of myself. You know, so you can either sacrifice yourself or you can service yourself. And then in turn, when you're servicing yourself, you're serving everybody else. They may not just see it that way. But, you know, anybody that comes at you about setting boundaries is exactly the reason that you need them. (laughs) Yes. They (laughs) to the men on that one. And, And, you know, really, you will see with persistence, you will see that. Over time, it becomes easier and easier. And let me tell you, that relationship's either going to eventually blossom because of it mm-hmm. or it's going to phase out of your life. And if they won't do little things for you, they're definitely not going to do big things for you. And then what's the point of even having, yeah. you know, I mean, it's okay to love someone from a distance, guys. It is okay to love someone and not have absolutely anything at all to Mm -hmm. do with them and being liked and being valued are two completely different things because people can talk a rosy bouquet but when it comes to living they look like weeds (laughs) and it ends up feeling like weeds you know so love is not going to you know love is not crazy love does not hurt love is not pain it's the people that inflicted their idea of love on you Mm-hmm. And that's what hurts. Love does not hurt. I have, I had to learn, I had to lo- learn what love was not before I knew what love was. That's right. Yep. And you, and that's what you have to, and that's what this whole podcast is about. Um, basically unlearning what we have learned through experience. You know, we, you've got to shed all that off. Forget you're a wife, forget you're a mother, forget your uh, whatever your profession is, um, forget you're a daughter, a, a son, you know, whatever the case may be. Just forget all of that and, and imagine if you, if you were thrown into a magical little garden with just yourself, what are you going to do? Yeah, and then those, you know, not that you can shed the responsibility, but you can definitely use those as guidelines and guideposts in where you want to be. That's right. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're talking like literally you could take. Self, you know, who am I? Mm-hmm. What, you know, what have I bent too much on this week? You know, am I, is, is everything balanced? And that's where we lose control because we've, we don't do that. As human beings, we don't do that. We don't do inner reflection. And it's something that's not pushed in society. Mm-hmm. So um, you're going to fit into everybody else's molds a lot easier when you're looking outwardly versus in inward. So, and I mean, if you ask yourself questions like, you know, when it does come to group settings or, or bigger, bigger issues, you know, why do you think what you think? If you think about that question alone, it, most people mm-hmm. will say, Oh, well, that's the way I was raised. Or, I mean, that's the way everybody in my house is, or that's the way my family is, or, you know, so that goes back to that whole conditioning thing. You know, why do you think what you think and why, you know, do you feel like you can express who and what your preferences are in your environment? Because if you're not in a, if you're not in a supportive environment, then that tells a lot about where you're at as a person because you don't feel free to do this. So you're definitely not going to feel free to have an opinion, (laughs) you know? So it's like, what is the healthy you know, in the big grand scheme of things, you know, it should tell you a lot about where you are, you know, internally, you know, and how, because a lot of people say, well, I just am who I am. And that's just it, you know, and I know, you know, I know this and I know that and, you know, but they're asleep guys. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're (laughs) the ones that are spiraling and have an opinion about everything. Everything. I've been guilty. We've, you we've know, both. oh, me too, me too. And I mean, like Nicole and I were talking about this, you know, with football, politics, anything. It's like when rivalry meets hate, mm-hmm. you know, like it, it's not just banter. It's not just rivalry anymore. Like people are losing their minds now. Yeah. And Which I, we're going to have a podcast on that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to call that one unnecessary roughness. <laughs> Yeah, probably. (laughs) That one just came to me. (laughs) But it's just like it takes all the fun out of everything. And I mean, we get so wrapped up in stomping and banging on our chest and having our way heard and having our opinion heard and inflicting this and getting demanding this and oh. And no one's willing to bend. Yeah. And it's just like you're going to break yourself. If you're not already there trying to please people, that ain't never going to be happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's, you know, that, that's a very, I mean, I don't know where y'all are at in your journey. I know where some of y'all are. And I know some of you are in that dark, dark place. And I know other others are coming out of that dark place, but there will be like, there's not a straight line to awakening and there's not a straight line into spirituality there's not a straight line anywhere i have gone every which way course left right backwards yep. 50 times backwards five thousand times backwards and then one step forward like <laughs> my arrow does not go straight <laughs> no but there are tools guys we have tools in our yes. arsenal it's not something that um you know we oh, <laughs> We try to be sensitive about what we're putting out there. So if there's, we, we just know some tricks that we can share with you guys that can help make the bouncing from one axis to another. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I mean, we will so much we, easier. 
Yeah. And I mean, we like have our own resources that we go dig in. So we're just here as a, a vessel to, uh, you know, not just our journey, but sharing all the things that got us to our journey. So, you know, it's not just our opinion that, or our, you know, thought pattern that we're, you know, want to share with you guys, but it's uh, the whole series of everything that we've had to pack in our backpack, you know, and take with us every day, you know, throughout the past few years, you know, so it's not just our stash, it's everybody's stash that we picked up along the way. And, you know, we wish, <laughs> we wish that we would have had those, you know, this one person or two people that we could just attach ourselves to and, and get this information back then, instead of having to scurry and find it here and find it there along the way, you know, but that's the thing about God. He puts people and things in your path and for a reason and circumstances for a reason, legit, like read it on the Bible, look it up on YouTube, like a spiritual cross, uh, cross path crossing, Are you still there? I'm here. Yes. Oh, um, yeah. My phone rang. I don't know what it's doing. Uh oh. Well, I'm here. I got you. Although you cut out at uh, spiritual path crossing. You're, you're breaking up. Out here. We love you. Have a great weekend. You deserve it. Love you guys.